everybody. Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. You're getting to see our faces together for the first time. It's both me and Jason here today. Say hello. Well, I'm... Okay, I'll say hello, but... You, Jason, first. You... Well, I'll say I'm hello. Jay, you're Jason. Yeah. You, look, you look way better than I do right now, so... Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Just wanted to point that, point that out. Okay, fair um, enough. <laughs> but yes, um, you are here with the Midnight Terrors podcast. Yes, sir. And it is Bucky and Diamond, and uh, we have another episode for you guys. Yes, um, we do. We're very excited, and this is one of the rare occasions that uh, we are both together. We are. Um, we are. We are. <laughs> we don't. We don't get to do it too often, but we love it. Yeah, we. Um, the last time we did that was for the clown episode. Yeah, but uh, it's yep. it's a uh, a special, long-awaited episode because everybody, we have a very special guest here today. You've seen us post on our social media that we're going to a little con called SC Horror to rep our show, and we've got the mastermind here behind that show with us today. Please welcome to the show the owner and host of SC Horror, Jay. What's up, my friend? Yay! What's going on, dudes? Yay! What's going on? What's going on? I don't know why he would even agree to be on our podcast, but um, you know. I do. I do every show. If you're a kid <laughs> in the fucking scene, I'm in. If you're uh, CBS, I'm in. It doesn't matter, man. But I love Kevin a lot. He's a great guy. So I'm like, sure, dude. If anything you want, man. Uh, we're excited, man, and we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the dude wears my shirts everywhere, man. I mean, how can uh, I know? Yeah, he does. <laughs> true, true. I should have worn he, it for this, as much as I do. Yeah, <laughs> he does. And then we have shirts coming, and you're going to wear our shirts everywhere. So, yeah, right on. <laughs> I do rock a lot of shirts, man. Like, if I, if I knew that I, the Terrifier was in your background, I probably would have worn, like, a, I don't know, Barbie shirt or something. <laughs> That's funny. We're like twinsies now. So yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. a lot of Art the Clown love today. Um, but but yeah, we're so excited to have you on, Jay. Um, and uh you know, we just uh anybody we can have on is a fun time, and uh we feel very flattered that you would uh you know come on our show. I'm no celebrity, man. I'm just another schmo, man. You like you got you guys are the stars of this one. I'm just some guest. <laughs> well, there was a there was a, the day that I actually met Jay in person at Mad Monster. Um, we had communicated back and forth, and then I managed to run into him uh, because Scream Chris from Scream Fest Studios was like, "Hey, your dude uh, Jay is over there. Go say what's up." So I ran into him, said hello, and I tend to be that person that's uh, just like, this is just how I talk. I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, Jay was like, I'm not a sir. I'm just a dude, man. <laughs> I do. There, yeah. I, mean, I get my coffee. I get my coffee like everybody else. I put on my socks and <laughs> like everybody else sometimes, unless yeah, I want to go commando. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, even the baristas down at the place I go like, oh, my God, you're the horror guy. I'm like, no, I'm just Jay, man. You're you're the you give me my coffee. You've got a more important job. You fuel my existence. <laughs> but no, I've ne I've never had like, an ego where I'm like, oh great. I mean, I've I've got a published book. I've got shows. I've done posters for movie companies, and people have me sign them, and I feel weird doing it. But <laughs> I feel like putting every guy or just like normal dude or whatever. But like, fuck it, I'm a horror guy. Well, we've we've talked about so many so many times on our show um, that when we started this, um, we didn't know if anyone would listen to it at all. Or we would be happy if five people listened to it or, 
you know, a thousand people listen to it or, you know, whatever. Um, and just in the community, the podcast community and everything, um, and the horror community, uh, and especially with Kevin going to all the cons and everything, like it just the, the amount of people that have reached out to us and uh, said that they've enjoyed the show and everything like we're, we're just so like, it's awesome. Flattered. Yeah, it's great. It's always it's good great. to get good feedback. I mean, you know, when oh, I yeah. met, when I met my dude, Kevin there, you know, I, I, my man, don't call me, sir, please. Like, I'll <laughs> and that's, that's a big, that's a big thing to live up to. I'm like, sir is, I don't know. I've been, I've been called like a lot of names, but sir just doesn't have to be one. <laughs> but I mean, like I, Kevin's like, I, I can see Kevin as, you know, some dude that I can just, ramble shit off to and, and he like he's a very tr- trustworthy dude so i i mean kevin's been in my, like my stable of like oh hey what do you think of this art piece like i trust his judgment so like fuck yeah i'm gonna do this show of course i am not just Absolutely. for promotion but just yeah, for fun we're, man. yeah we're we're extremely excited we're about two months away from the show as we're recording this and uh i mean we're jazzed out of our minds right Oh yeah, actually, absolutely. Two months from today, I'll be going home. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually just thinking about it. I'm like, wait, sixteen, seventeen. We'll uh, we'll be wrapping things up at this point. I hope it's six eighteen p.m. when the show ends at five. I hope it's six eighteen. I'm home in bed. <laughs> That's awesome. Or like, uh, you know, I, I may depending on the crowd, I may have a ten foot erection I need to get rid of. But um, <laughs> you know, oh, fair you never know. Fair I mean, in this business, in this business, it's strange. I mean, I did my first show in 2014 in New Hampshire. Uh, at, a, at an abandoned racetrack. I mean, it still had Kino and a bar and everything. One day, I had a full arc, wall of arcade games. I, I got somebody to do that somehow. Uh, tables were full. We had an okay crowd. It wasn't great. I did not promote. Fucking I know. It was the first time we were doing it. But we had a decent show, and I said, all right, I'm going to try Vermont. They don't even have a show up there. So I did this stupid thing, which I, I don't know how I got away with it. I must. My wife says I have a, a four-leaf clover lodged up my asshole. Because I have a lot of luck. So I got this venue in Burlington, Vermont, right across from UVM. And I'd never even set foot there when I signed the contract. But it fit a massive amount of tables. Um, And year one, I was barely up there promoting because it was a three and a half hour drive there, three and a half hour drive back and an expedition um, at the time. Now I got a jet. I can go anywhere. I can go to fucking Mars for two bucks. Um, (laughs) So I did that show and we had a really good response in Vermont. Did year two, it tripled in size. And it just got better and better and better as we went. And I said, screw it, I'm done. No more shows. I retire. Because it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, so yeah, yeah. 2018 uh, was my last show up there. 14. Yeah, 2018 was my last show up there. And then I literally retired for a few years. I taught some cooking. I did some other stuff. I retired. I took care of the kids, especially during the pandemic bullshit. Um, oh, yeah. And then we moved down here. And um, I was still doing my normal stuff. I bought something online because I really love oddities, which I can show you the piece that got this whole thing started later. Um, and ran into a buddy that owns Dark Sea Creations, which is down in uh, Somerville, South Carolina. And he says, hey, you're in South Carolina. And I didn't, there's a Facebook auction. I don't know where he was. Could have been Hawaii or Uranus or somewhere. But I went down and visited with him and he said, hey, I, I kind of stalked you. Um, I love what you do with your career. And South Carolina doesn't have a horror convention. I said, well, three words. No fucking way am I doing that. No way. No way. I am not doing it. And here I am. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's been a very fun career. Those of that have stopped my career. Thank you. Because I, I didn't think I was that important. Um, but it is necessary because there's a hundred cons in the state and most of them are comic cons and anime and gaming. And that's great, man. That's so cool to have that here because up in Vermont, it was just my show and that's it. I, I started a horror show yeah. and stopped it before it started because I was retiring. So this is a show I've always wanted to do, which kind of pulled at me for a few weeks before I said yes. Um, but there's so many shows here. Comics, gaming, anime. There's there's so much. Punk flea markets and everything else. And there's no horror convention. And I said, you know what? Why the why not me? Okay, you know what? I'll Absolutely. I'll just do it for one year, two years, ten years, hundred years, I don't know. But I'll I'll see if this is something that people actually want because in my neighborhood, I live in like a leave it to beaver cookie cutter neighborhood. We're like the <laughs> monsters here, man. Um, we're totally like the monsters. People walk in our house, the kids love it. I have masks everywhere and side stuff and horror things and oddities and dolls and stuff. Uh, and they love it. Yeah, the that's parents, very cool. The, the, yeah, the parents aren't too keen on it. <laughs> my my two twelves and ten year old love it, and they just uh, you know. Their friends come over and, you know, then the parents go, okay, they're all right. They're not, I'm like, I'm not sacrificing goats on my floor, dude. You know, we're just, we are horror fans yeah. and this is what I do for a living. Like, you I want would, you to know what I do. You would be the first that I would send my kids to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny. We're so popular at Halloween. <laughs> right. But, but the rest of the year, it's it's a pretty quiet neighborhood. So at least I get that. You know, it's 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 been an experience coming down here from New England because up there, everybody hates everybody. Everybody's a jerk. The weather sucks. You know, it, it, winter is not for me, dude. I, I lived so many years up there. Coming down here, I know what to expect. But now, like, the, the best thing I'm going to say before we segue to the movie and everything else, and sorry to intro the shit out of this, no, is that good. there is a certain amount or a certain kind of person that can appreciate this show, you know, it is, but I've come to find out there's multi people that'll enjoy the show. It's the value for $20 for the weekend in advance. doesn't happen anywhere. It. It's the value of having a two room haunt at that convention and a half dozen or so celebrities and 150 booths and tables plus the hallway, uh, you know, cosplay contests. So, I gave away I give away tickets all the time. I, I sell them, I give them away. And I had a contest where somebody really pulled at my feels, which I all thought I didn't have any. Said, best answer to this question, why do you want to be at SC Horror? You win two tickets for the weekend. And the winner said, I like that you're forming a community of people that can be themselves, be freaks, be whatever they want to be, and be accepted. And I was like, dude, you win. And and, and now I feel responsible for this shit, you know. Now I'm building this community. I, I may have to commit to a year two or 10 or whatever that happens to be, because I, I think this place deserves it. It's okay. the one place I've ever lived where I felt accepted, even though I'm the freak, uh, you know, they've kind of accepted me with open arms and we formed a community down here. So why not, let's just rock this shit until it ends, man. Uh, yeah. I know. It's, it's not somebody, even... doesn't, somebody doesn't want to go. I mean, like if two years from now I do a show and nobody shows up, then fuck it. I'll fold up my tent. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not even a freak situation, man. And, and you know, in September, uh, when we're going to be at your con and uh, everything and have our table, like, it's going to be the first one that I've been to. And I'm so looking forward to it. Like, and, and you choose a mine for your first one? Dude, are you nuts? 
Well, and especially I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, like kind of, you know, being a guest and everything like and just being able to talk with people uh, and just have a good conversation. Well, you and, guys have all and, access as far as I'm concerned. Like you, Kevin can, he can walk on water if he wants. You know? <laughs> like I know we just met, but Kevin's like, he can, he can own the show for all I care. Like he's such a good dude. Like even his, his family's nice. I mean, he's like a, such a cool dude. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to flatter the shit out of you. Cause honestly, it's tough to find people that will say, you know, Oh, let's have a conversation. You're not just I'm not just the horror guy that has a show. Like I actually have value as a person, and he makes me feel that way, which is rare when you're running a show, everybody thinks you're the product. Right. You know, but when somebody takes time and go, hey man, what do you think of this? Or is you, have you seen this? Is this cool or whatever? That's awesome because that's above and beyond. Like from what I usually get from emails, like, did you get my check yet? Are you, are you sending out table <laughs> yeah. things? Are you sending out a seating chart eight months in advance? You know, or you know, the, I I need two tickets, but I also want wristbands for my kids because I bought a booth. I'm like, dude, I make it fucking simple, okay? Yeah. You buy your booth. If you've got three kids, they're going to get in. I'm going to give them wristbands. I don't charge extra like other shows. They're just going to get in and enjoy my show. Like, I don't well, give and, a fuck. And, and that's great that you have that passion behind you. Um, and I, I laugh about Kev because – um you know i i introduced him to a lot of a lot of shit um and uh, you know he, he will tell you that i curated a lot of his uh <laughs> a lot of his early life um but no like uh, the best part of our show is that um he's just so he's just so passionate about it and uh, you know i am too um but he's just so passionate about it and he's got so many hands and so many things um he does i mean the dude is like either going to see t-rexes or he's <laughs> right. at a premiere or he's at rocky horror yeah and I'm like man this yeah. guy must be loaded he, he's exactly. just invest in my sh- yeah. he's just buy my exactly. show like, i'll just give him I'll, I'll sell him this show man like he's got the personality <laughs> you know i don't have looks personality or anything i'm just the dude <laughs> You know, he does. And I'm I, just on the other side. I'm just here to give him shit. So um. and he does. <laughs> no, I mean, that was kind of what really started the ball rolling, because I knew like when I saw SC Horror pop up that I wanted us to be a vendor there. I didn't mm-hmm. anticipate getting like to become friends with you and, you know, hit it off really from from not even just a business standpoint, but just from a like a, oh. a united stance of like, let's make this con something really really special so like any chance uh-huh. i get to promote the hell out of it i will absolutely do it and i put it all over our instagram and our facebook and you know little by little it's just that that crawl it's, that new people are like oh right. this looks amazing yeah i mean i honestly i'm the biggest pessimist when it comes to shows if like we were this was probably a few months two or three months ago i was sitting here going wow we've sold 200 tickets this early that's all that's going to show up <laughs> and right. of course more sell and everyone so like today if we're at 400 or 350 or whatever the hell we're at i mean checking days i'm like that's all we'll have no one else will show up you know <laughs> i'm so stupid like that you know if i pre-sell hmm, 100 tickets ten thousand could show up ten thousand tickets no one could show up you never know but the the fun part is is i have preached on every junket i've been on or show or newspaper or whatever podcast that I'm on is that we're really not a convention. We're called SC Horror Convention because you have to have a name 
Sure. Of course, you have to have the state name if you have the only one. So I own that shit. (laughs) But we're really in place. And I did this for this one reason that I I will give away mostly on this show is that we're really the anti-convention. You know, I got into a little bit in the last interviews on, but this truly is the the platform I want to be on. Uh, I mean, really, I despise shows. When I moved down here, I never wanted to go to another show. I mean, granted, I'm an artist, so I kind of have to. And now I own the show, so I have to do every show. Uh, but I really dislike other shows. There's a few in the area that I absolutely love. Don't get me wrong. But for the most part, I've been to shows from Maine to you, you name, everywhere. Dragon Con and New York City and Boston and everything else. Rhode Island and Connecticut and you name it. I've been in almost every state in the East Coast at a show or so. Um, and I find the same thing. It's $100 tickets, 150 to 300 VIPs. Photo ops are an extra 75. This and this. No one can afford that shit. I mean, do people not have a clue that there are other shows in this world besides theirs? So I wouldn't have the fucking balls to say, you know what? We're going to have a show in South Carolina. More of the same. $100 for the weekend gets you in. 300 VIPs and you get to, like, you know, show off in front of a celebrity for two seconds for 75 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> fuck all that, man. Well, no, this is we're gonna be like you know, like the old school punk shows and the old school. Like I, I've been to a lot of those. Like I, I really love punk shows and like two dollar fucking band shows yeah, and just old school shit. And that's how I roll. So I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to charge twenty, but you know what? To make it worth my while, because the venue is expensive as hell. I'm not do. I want to do the Jamil Temple. I could charge like a dollar for that. Uh, but I want to have quality and everything else. And I want to give people what can happen at other shows, but they refuse to do it because they are gripping your nuts so damn tight that you can't afford to get out of it. Right. You know, I'm paying 700 to be at a different show next month. That sucks for an artist table. One table. Sure. Wow. One. <laughs> you know, people come to my show for that 35, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Or if I was buying a table at my show, they're 150 for the weekend. I mean, that, that's a significant difference. Yeah. So I want to be accessible to everybody. That's why it's in the Midlands. I want to be a value to everybody. That's why families can afford it because I want them to make memories, which we don't do much anymore. And I sorry I sound like an old fucker, but you know, making memories. And my wife preaches to me all the time, and I I, I listen to her because she's smart, way smarter than I am. Uh, like, so like make memories with the kids and blah, blah, blah. So I've learned that over the years instead of just being, I'm busy and I'm trying to work and I'll try to take you somewhere. No, it's creating memories. And I want that for other people. I want them to look back 10 years from now if, or next year, if I don't do a show or do a show, I want them to say, you know what? Okay. I'm not into Halloween, but damn, your show is cool. You know, or I'm, I, I just, I'd love to see this. So when I get emails like, can you get Nev Campbell? Can you get Robert England? Sure, I fucking can, sure. But I'll be charging you 100 for the weekend, 125 <laughs> for autographs, 75 for photo ops. You know the routine. But no, yeah. go somewhere oh, yeah. else. Oh, Those yeah. shows are great because that's what they do, but that's not me. Like this little box, I mean, I'm actually in a little box here in video. <laughs> like this little box that I'm in, I, I'm comfortable in it being the anti, anti-show because that's what is needed here. Like there are shows that are five bucks or 10 bucks. They have no guests and that's cool. Right on. Okay, cool. My formula can make the shit happen. I can have awesome guests like Michael Myers, Tyler Maine. I can have James O'Barr. I can have John Russo, Tiffany Sheppis, Jason Yakin, and Melissa Cowan, Dave Madison, Gary Vincent, and so on and so forth. 
for 20 bucks and a two room haunt. Oh, no name dropping here. <laughs> I do promote well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah see that that's, nice. and that's the thing is like for people to understand that it's hard to communicate no, it no, when it you is. don't know when you don't know people that are buying your tickets and barely know people that are buying your tables. So I try to put that everywhere and I'm like, man, I don't really want to do a SC Horror Facebook live video of me just being an asshole for an hour. They're saying like, ah, the other shows blah. No, the other shows are great, but I bring my own brand. And I think it's about time because I'm I'm the baseline. Like, you know, look at the actor strike. There's Tom Cruise and everybody else up here. But you yeah. get your hardworking mofos right here that make everything happen and bring the balance to shows and pop culture and, and horror, et cetera. Uh, you need that balance. So you need a place for people to say, you know what? I may want to go to Mad Monster next year, which I, I'm going this year. I go over here because it's pretty. I actually like the show. Because yeah, um, <laughs> like Rose McGowan's yeah, going to be there. That's where we met, yeah. And, and, and Rose is going to. Probably sign my leg and I'm gonna get tattooed on there. Either way, <laughs> love it. I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. I love it. <laughs> um, that's my plan. So, but th th those shows are fun to go to. That's great. I go to them. It's cool. But I think it's time for a different brand of where I don't need all your money. I just kind of want well, you to have an experience. I I I think to your conversation or or what you're saying there. Um, that's a lot of what Kevin and I are very passionate about, um, is like, you know, for us, we never thought that we would be where we are now, especially, you know, coming to a con or having a table at the con, like, you know, we didn't count on that. Um, but what we wanted was just passionate conversation and just relaxed conversation between the yeah, two totally. It just, totally, just yeah. being like, and we've said this a million times. I think one of the first uh, reviews that we got was somebody was just going like, hey, it's just two bros talking about horror movies. And, you know, it was fun. And that's all we do. And that's what we continue to do. Um, and See, the fact and, that you, and I think you guys make the perfect addition to the show because uh, Kevin knows he can walk up to any damn celebrity because you guys are the celebrities, not them. Like they're here for, <laughs> for work. I'm paying these people to be here, but you, you know, you, you guys can talk to anybody and they're like, Hey, can I ask you a few questions? I'm official. Like the, you know, actually no, no, not to be like all surprised and shit, but Kevin's been so great. I'm actually going to put on our website, the official podcast of SC horror for you guys. Oh, uh, thank you. Because right. it was surprised. Cool. I was going to let go of today. But, you know, and honestly, I've never heard your show. So I'm like, I better listen to this shit. You know, talking in code and all QAnon bullshit or something. And I'm like, I'm getting duped. Like, I'm a really, I'm a, I'm a great guy. And I'm, Kevin's awesome and Kevin's cool and you like Kevin. But Kevin's like some secret agent or something and talking in code is <laughs> yes. country. He's actually an operative it's like I better, I better check out the show, but yeah, that would be a cool title for you guys. Um, and because you guys honestly are two of the coolest dudes out there. I mean, I mean, if I was your age, man, I wouldn't be married. <laughs> but, but no, I like that this is a family-run show. The wife and I, she's been with me since the third Vermont Comic Con, um, and we've been inseparable in doing the show together. So she, they'll just thank me at the show. Thank her; she's instrumental in oh, yeah. keeping me on my feet. Awesome. 
Yeah, shout out to Natasha. She's great. I got to meet well, her and, Mad Monster and, as well. She's she's fantastic. Yeah, I don't, don't want to ever be single. She's she's <laughs> like well, we lightning in a bottle like her. You gotta keep right. it. Well, we uh I mean, there's so much, like you said, you got there's so many cons out there, and every single one of them are great and have to and they bring their own spin that it's important that you have to bring your own spin to it. And I like that you sum it up with the punk mentality where it's very DIY, very like, you know, bloody knuckles, you know, hard work to to get it off the ground. And like, I think that even the guests that you just named as part of the con sum that up perfectly because all those all those actors and actresses are the exact same way, you know, right. Tyler. Exactly. Made, and, and they're mostly friends of mine. So, <laughs> right. We all kind of think the same way. Uh, well, here's the fun part. I can announce this on your show. So anybody sure. actually watches this that is setting up at the show. Because the venue is so user-friendly and because they won't let us have a Friday night because somebody took it out from under us. Um, well, 6 o'clock a.m. setup, I found out today, is exactly when the tables are getting there and exactly when the vendors are getting there. So guess what? It's going to be fun as hell. I'm going to have people running like they're on fire. You know, like the South Park episodes? Yes. They're oh, yeah. Fire. Ah, they're screaming everywhere. That's going to be all my vendors trying to find where the their tables are. <laughs> But you know what? It'll keep them on their toes. Oh, I'm yeah. like, dude, they wouldn't let me have last night. And the tables are here at open. So pff, whatever, dude. Like, you guys should be seasoned fucking professionals yeah. as far as shows go. Like, <laughs> or, what do you want for 20 for the weekend? Do you? What do you want? You <laughs> well, know, I was debating on a Friday night next year, but um, like, I don't even know if I want to do it next year, man. Like, right. I want Kevin to make me an offer for the show. <laughs> you know? I'll, consult, I'll consult for him. I do for other you know, shows. You know, you gonna well, uh, take well, over that, as his co-host? Uh, sure, yeah, that's an even trade. <laughs> so you? No, I, I, I hope someday. I mean, I'm 48, dude. I don't want to do this till I'm 70. You know, like <laughs> sure, I'd like do. to enjoy a few years that I have. You know, out of the 40 years I might have left, I might like like to enjoy one or two of them. Uh, you know, they, honestly, if the community is as cool as they seem to be, yeah, I'm gonna have a sea horror for for a while. Well. I, I like you think sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but i i like you saying that like you know the whole thing that you're doing and everything is is like a family affair and you know kevin and i are family um you know and we just have so much fun together and that's the whole point of the podcast is sounds kinky just well <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we, we, we uh, may cuddle every now and then, but you know, you got to man. I mean, you but know, that's, but that's about honestly, it. Kevin looks like a big hugger. He so, is. I mean, I am. I am. <laughs> you know, which is which. Honestly, that's what the world needs right now. I mean, I'm not opposed. Like anytime I see somebody, and they're like, bring it in. Like, yeah, dude. I used to give out free hugs at my table, and they're like, why do you do that? I'm like, because there's enough shit and hate in the world, man. Like free hugs is a standard at my table. I love uh, it. Like. I don't care if you're like the burliest dude or the little little dude that I can high five or whatever, or some old lady, young lad. It doesn't matter. Like person, person, person needs good energy. Which you know? I wanna your art display is gonna have a table at SC Horror, correct? Oh yes. I will have so, uh I'll probably be in a good area, I think. I think I yes. might convince the owner to put me in a really good spot. <laughs> okay, so, so I'll, when I'll when make the con sure. kicks off, Jason, when you do some wandering around. Head on straight to his table because he's got some kick-ass artwork. I'll make sure I get number two in before. I should have brought some artwork with me, man. I'm so stupid. Like, right. oh, I'm so prepared for this show. I should have. You know, I should have got my. I'm gonna bring 
none of my stuff, none of my artwork, none of my, I have badges. I have, I have badges that I created for the show that I could show off, but I'm dumb and didn't bring them with me. Oh, um, okay. I, have, I have portfolios like I have here, but you're just going to get me. Yeah, Sorry. That's what, that's what we asked for. So well, it's we fine. bullshitted for what? 30, 40 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. 20 yeah. minutes. All right. But uh, so, no, we've got we've got a lot to uh, to look forward to at SC Horror, and I encourage everybody watching you. this and you know following our socials. Please come out to SC Horror if you're coming. Like we all travel to different states for cons. Come on down to this one, man. It's not going to get any more real than than this one. And like the people that are rallying around this are going to be great. And I think personally, and I've been saying this to you, Jay, for like five months now. Months. Whenever I sent that application in, that. Because SC doesn't have a home, like a like an, a convention to call home for horror people, people I really think are just going to rally around it. And I think you'll be surprised that as I hope I, kick, I, I would are going to be like, let I me would, get my ticket and go. Yeah, I'd love to be fucking shocked, dude. I really would be. I Like I said, I'm the biggest pessimist and it hurts <laughs> me because I, I want to know that the people go, wow, I want to go to this. When I see lines of people for a haunt that's $25 a person for an hour. Like, man, I should be charging a hell of a lot more. But you know what? <laughs> I don't want people to go broke in the process. Like, you sure. can take that $100, yeah. you charge another show, bring a family of five, man. Like, bring people or friends, get a group together. Like, wow, we can all do this. Or even the students at USC, there's no football game that weekend. No. Not home anyway. So, I mean, that's I picked that weekend because of that. Yeah. <laughs> but well, if it, if it makes you feel any better, my cherry's getting popped. So... Right on. Living I mean, on. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I offer that service, but you know, <laughs> I mean, it's you just never know. If I get broke. I get broken off of this show. Maybe. I mean, I'm for hire, I guess. <laughs> well, at least, uh, uh, at least, Jay, you know that you're offering that service to someone. So <laughs> we, uh... you know, I'm not too proud to beg, man. Like it's just, you know, I'm, I'm 48. <laughs> How much? Any more adventures? Like I'm not Indiana Jones. Although if I was, I'd make movies still for another thirty years. But um, <laughs> yep. you know, I I really like where I'm at, and I think that if the tickets keep, I I've, I do like logistics shit all the time. Sure. Uh, so I took our average of this week because it's two months out. Like if we do this every week until the show, man, it's going to be a great pre-sale day, and people are going to buy the shit. Damn, we might actually have a show. There we go. Very cool to talk. Just, you, never, you never know your first time in a new state, dude. Yeah, man. I like the word rally. I think that's cool. I, th I think that's yeah. like a, a word I'm going to keep in the back of my mind when I, on my dailies when, because I, I, I have dailies, like daily, I feel like shit. <laughs> so daily, I'm going to go, they're going to rally, Jay. Like they're, they're going to rally for you. Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. I hope they do, man, because honestly, well, I love did. this community and I really hope they do. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, everybody knows and we've talked about this on the show. And this is the whole reason that the show was born was I went to a different convention and I called Jason and I said, I want to have a show where we can connect with people in that same way outside of a convention. And we've been able to do that. And we're talking to people from Australia and Ireland and various. Do you, you like you have like a message in line or anything like that or a call line or anything like that in your show? Uh, We've not quite. We've got an email that people can submit stuff to and we've got our socials that people got our can, Insta people can DM Facebook. us on Instagram. Yeah, the show I do on Tuesday nights, it's evolved pretty well. I mean, I do a lot of things just so you know. Yeah. Like I'm definitely not a pretty face, so I have, I have to keep busy. <laughs> um, but we do a live on such a show. We used to have call-ins, like an actual phone call in. 
Yeah. Oh, really? I had stalkers like you would believe. Like oh my, my co-host did like a win a date with Jay. This is back before Tasha. <laughs> like win a date with Jay. So I some Miss X want a date with me. And like, like, do I really have to show up to this shit? <laughs> <You know? laughs> but we had we have fun. But but yeah, man, let's talk about something cool. Let's talk about yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, so we've honest, got honestly, like I could talk FC Horror all day. Yes. And we, we two can. horns up gonna... two horns up art. I could talk about that all yeah. day. And we'll let's and talk about we'll something grab... that's even newer. For oh, you yeah. guys. And we'll uh and we'll wrap it up, you know, at the end. I want to, you know, just go down totally. the list of everything that uh of course people have to look forward to. But in the meantime, Sorry, we do my have husky's a- sneezing over there. I'm like, dude, <laughs> we take do- off, man. This is my show. Yeah, <laughs> we do have uh a movie that we're gonna touch on tonight. But before we do that, and you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but we always give everybody the exact same question when they first come to the show, which is your love of horror. Where did it start? And Jason, what's your golden question? Which one fucked you up? All right, cool. I got it. All right. So I'm old. There's no secret about that. Okay. You know, I'm, <laughs> how, I'm gray. how old are you, Jay? Um, if you, I'm if, 40, if you... 48, dude. Oh, um, okay. All right. I look old. I mean, granted, compared to it's it, big secrets, my 30 year class reunion this year, right? <laughs> I look gnarly compared to my classmates. Like, I'm doing okay. Um, so I I got an ego as far as that goes because they all, they're all on Viagra and they look like crap and I'm neither. <laughs> like I have I have the virility of a seventeen year old and I'm a horror guy. What's better than that? But my love <laughs> of horror is super super simple. Yep. Um, when I grew up, I was growing up at the time in Londonderry, New Hampshire, and we had, we had a very poorly hoarded house. Um, so there was a lot of fun in that house. There was a lot of animals and shit everywhere, but. The times I remember spending awesome times with my folks was every Friday night or so, we would be able to go to the video store. And back then it wasn't Blockbuster. There was no fucking Blockbuster. Yeah, it was like, you had like movie scene video and like or... the video, the movie gallery, the movie house actually yeah. was the name of it. The movie house and Skylight Video. Like they were two different ends of town. So go pick out anything you want. And I started out of spite because like, ooh, this Fright Night cover looks fucking awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know? So I would pick the ones with like the nastiest, gnarliest covers. It happened <laughs> to be horror. So then it became a Friday night horror fest in my house. Uh so you know, that that was my it sparked. It goes, it comes and goes horror in my life because there's a time where you know I'm doing a horror comic, so I got comic shit, I got horror stuff, like everything else. But it was really just the one time I remember connecting with my folks in a meaningful way because my dad's not a talker, they're still around, everything like they're coming down in what two weeks. But he's not really a talker. We've never been like super, super close, but I know he loves me. Like it's a weird situation. And my mom is very much a mass girl. You know, she'll complain about all the food she gets. Um, like, oh, you know, we put the over under or sending back dishes at like three. So, but it's a it's a one time where I can say, I remember all these movies, and you would always buy like junior mints and soda and popcorn and shit. Of course. So that really it was more of like I morphed into liking horror because I could. We could do this as a family, my brother, sister, parents, and I. And that was the one time I have to worry about taking care of animals. Sleep. I didn't have a bedroom in college, dude. So you can imagine the situation. Um, you know, so it was the one time I wanted to connect. And what what fucked me up? Um, let's there's I think there's two. Uh, because when I was a kid, I stayed up all night in my grandparents' house, and my grandparents sucked, by the way. They barely would let me see this. Jaws was on TV. And I'm from Massachusetts originally. You know, so the Cape is a big Jaws place. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
And it was the first time I remember seeing an animal ripping a human apart. And I went, wow. I stayed up all night and watched the whole damn thing at five, I think it was. Because because it came out the year I was born. So I think it was like five. I think it was five. When it was, I was five when it was on TV. Five or six. But I remember seeing that kid ripped apart and the girl ripped. And I'm like, wow, this is the gnarliest shit ever. And I'm pissed scared of sharks. Totally. Like, I hate sharks so much. Um, but Jaws really fucked me up. And then there was the end scene of Invasion of the Body Snatchers with Donald Sutherland. I mean, great that I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, shit's out of order. But, that, but as a kid, recently. right, but as a kid, you sit there, you're like, wow, Spock's in this. Cool. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. come from space and they take over people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and he's here at the end. The girl walks up, he turns around and does this yep. thing and screams at him. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. I'm seven and my mind's blown. So <laughs> oh, I think no, that's a 70s one. I made yeah. you watch the eight. Yeah. So yeah. I brought that to Spoiler Jason. Alert. Yeah, right. Yeah. I brought that to Jason as a movie pick because I actually haven't seen it in its entirety. I just know that scene. Oh my god. And I want to do an episode on it. And Jason so said, good. Okay, Kill let's dude. do that, but let's do what's what was there? Like a nineties version or something called just called Body Snatch? Yeah, Invasion of the Body There was that, and then there was Invasion back in the 50s right um 40s 50s so there, right. yeah there's quite a few different versions yeah but um, honestly but dude, the the donald Sutherland one is yeah when you good. see that man when you see that and you see it gold blooms in it too gold bloom and oh uh, i forgot yeah you're right is, is it karen allen that's in it i think she's a yeah uh, i think oh, she's a girl and then donald Sutherland. there's a lot of people in it uh some are cameos but when you it, it's sort of like a little acid trip which is cool too <laughs> it is um, yeah yeah it is. Um, <laughs> but when you see the evolution of the character and how they just lose their feelings and lose everything they had and their personality just kind of goes, they fade. And somebody faded. It's almost like the circle of life. You know, it's like you, you fade and you just go away, man. But then instead of that, on the upswing is now they're alien creatures and they're taking over the entire human race. So yeah. as a kid, I'm like, wow, that's just that's fucked up, man. Like, yeah, I've never is. seen anything like that at the time. Uh, and there were so many groundbreaking movies along the way, but those two, man, like that's end snatchers. Scene, I don't care what the mist, man, screw the mist. Like that end scene, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> you know? It's one of my favorite endings. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it is, it's good. And it was shocking, yeah. but it's nothing compared to the Sutherland. Yeah, that that end where, where the guy, uh, especially in the 70s one, is just pointing the finger and just goes, ah, Oh my God, that still kind of gives me chills. And I love, and it made me yeah. love Donald Sutherland. I don't think I've liked him in anything else, but <laughs> that character and everything and, else. And, and my God, like just, I could watch it now and go, damn, that still gets me. Yeah, it well, we still always does. we always talk about the scene from uh, Jason's favorite horror movie, The Thing, where uh, Ben oh, yeah. does that scream too. That I That's saw that great before movie. I bought it. Before I That's saw that. a fantastic it. film. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. we yeah, uh, actually, it's weird. I have to come up with my top ten horror movies for Charlotte Comic Con in what two weeks or something. Oh shit, <laughs> The Thing. So sitting, you know it I'm is. I'm sitting here like. So you I'll preview my there. list. You, you guys keep talking about The Thing. I I, I have to work on this list. <laughs> you know sucks. it, there, man. <laughs> but I mean, like, dude, I'm, I'm like my top well, ten. I'm like, I'm just gonna pick ten that I like, you know, yeah, because yeah. who can top ten anything? I mean, me and Jason know? had to do our top five favorite films of all time for our buddies' podcast. Just I was a teenage general. film snob, and that nearly killed us. Like, yeah, I mean, I've I've got a list of here we go. Um, the, I've got top ten, and I'm gonna switch these out with other ones. But I've got sure. Halloween 07, 
Okay. Invisible, oh, Man yeah. with Claude, Invisible Man with Claude Rains, Halloween 3, Night of Living Dead Original, Devil's Rejects, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Nightmare on Elm Street, Black Sunday, my, one of my all-time favorites, uh, TCM, and Repo. Then, then I've got Invasion of the Body Snatchers, <laughs> Train to Busan, Freaks from the Ooh. silent film, well, yeah. semi-silent film, uh, Freaks from like the 30s, 40s, right. Thousand yeah, Corpses, yeah. Lost Boys, Shaun of the Dead, Evil Dead 2, House on Haunted Hill with Price, Terrifier, Salem's Lot, Carnival of Souls, Poultry Geist, 30 Days of Night, Phantom of the Opera. I mean, I've got a laundry list to go through. I love it. Well, it, I, I do love that you say uh, Jaws. Yeah. Um, because Jaws is one of my favorites, too. Same. Um, and just even if it's not my favorite horror movie, necessarily, that conversation with Quint where he's talking about them going off the Indianapolis. And he's just yeah. talking about that. Have you ever seen a shark's eyes? They're like doll's eyes right. that go yep. back in the back of their head. Um, just a fantastic scene. I think they got the whole black eye thing from Halloween from Jaws, personally. But that's, that's, that's me. a good point. I've never thought about that before. The holiday. But I mean, like, my Michael thing Myers. is, like, reading Peter Benchley's novel, because it's, it's, it's an amazing read. Uh, but I love I love reading. Uh, but when they when you have the vision of this beast that you cannot reason with, that's what makes it scary to me is you can't reason with this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's massive. It's fucking it, yeah. it's hungry and it, it shows no mercy or reason. But then you hear the theme, the haunting theme of Jaws. And you see him coming through foggy water closer. It is the gnarliest, scariest shit ever. I mean, I love the thing. Trust me, the thing is fantastic. But Jaws, when you're when you're learning what horror movies are as a child, and and I taught my kids young too. I mean, one of them really doesn't love horror. Two of them are obsessed with Scream. Uh, <laughs> nice. You know, they've not seen Terrifier or anything like that. It's a little course, too yeah. much. But. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I have to. Although when I was a kid, my parents probably would have shown the worst, but whatever. Uh, but that's sharp, man, and then it just gets closer and closer. But there is no escape, and there is no reasoning, and it is just death incarnate. It yep. is the Reaper coming after you. So as a kid, I'm like, there's no messing with this thing. Yeah, it's just it's, it's you absolute. You're done. It's absolute death. It's terror, and yeah. it doesn't get any worse than that because you cannot breathe underwater. Nope. You're screwed, man. Like. Yeah. So that, well, in and the, of itself thing, being a beast like that. Jaws too is that with the exception <clears throat> of Quint getting eaten. Oh yeah, there's no. See, at that at that point, I didn't feel bad for him. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, but me, I love Quint. Me, Quint yeah, it, it, it wasn't so for good. any other reason than I'm like, man, I've seen this guy in a Bond movie when I was a kid. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like my, dad, yeah. my dad watches Bond films, and he got me into them. Like, you know, oh, something we could do together. I love Bond films too. But and, and the exception I, of but I'm like that's Robert Shaw, dude. He was in Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with the exception of Quint getting eaten, and like there's no gore in it. Like you just see some blood coming up over the water. Or dude, whatever. as a child growing up and going to the Cape every summer and having oh, that but kid. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it yeah, oh, it, fuck. it well, makes it like, just looking at him guy. in the background, like even in the background, they're talking with his legs flailing and arms flailing and yep. his yellow raft. Yeah. Like you remember the color of his raft and the blood offsetting the the, the yellow with the red and the blue ocean and like Jesus, yeah, it was yeah. it was epic. You know what? My I remember this actually got because there's the famous jump scare in Jaws with the uh, the corpse you know floating up by the hole in the in the crashed boat. 
the scene that actually scared me as a kid is when the dude on the uh that's checking on the kids before oh, uh, yeah. goes into shock and he's like you guys okay and then he gets knocked off and then he's just floating there and then you see the outline of the shark in the water and then it grabs him that outline of the shark coming into frame and then disappearing scared the shit out of me as a kid Dude, if I watch it now, I'd probably shit myself. Yeah. Well, you know, the shark. But, but that's why you watch horror movies. It's people ask me all the time, like, why do you watch it? To, if you're scared of it, why would you watch? I'm like, I'm petrified of sharks. When I see Jaws's friggin' dumb face coming out of the water, I have a no suspension of disbelief. I'm like shit, it's coming right after me. Yeah. You know? Still, yeah, yeah. I turn into that five year old kid again. Like, oh yeah. my god, it's this epic thing. Sure. But that's the magic and fun of horror is that you can experience the same movie and still get the fucking piss scared out of you and that's a good thing because it makes you feel alive and your senses go wild and you can go when you're done and you realize okay it's not real it's not really real it's like this is a director making a movie and actors in it. right then you go wow that i'm it's still that powerful but maybe i'll do something like that maybe I, there's a world out there that i don't know about yet and i want to go experience that and make my own film or run my own convention or write my own story and that inspires people because you can feel it's okay to feel scared it's okay to feel totally brain fucked because that's what they're designed to do and if they do it right and you learn something from it even something as silly as jaws you can learn how to really be creative because from well, other people's be, creativity we've had a lot of conversations sorry to interrupt you Kev, but uh, like we've had a lot of conversations about with kind of creature features like jaws or like pumpkin head or like any any kind of you know a creature feature film like that sometimes less is more mm -hmm. like totally. not seeing that shark because that shark is only in there for about 15 minutes <laughs> like it's well, I mean, really not in the there a whole factor point. too yeah, or I mean, but you're a really good point there. I mean, look at look at Halloween '78 with no blood at all. Yeah, it's like a Hitchcock film. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Can we uh, can we do a quick plug for the movie that we hope to make one day? Sure, we can. <laughs> totally, dude. I'll I'll do a poster for it. <laughs> we, we you might actually because this seems right up your alley. It will. We be. were doing a crown a, a crown a clown crossover with our buddies from another show, Reviewed to Death, and so we did clown themed movies for a week. We did Clown from 2014, and yeah, the they, Eli Roth one. They got us to watch uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and uh, we were talking about our backstory with clowns. And I was talking about how it scared it. It, it 1990 is my favorite horror movie of all time, and uh, it scared me from shower drains and sinks and sewer drains. And Jason comes <laughs> in with, "So could you not sit on the toilet after you saw Jaws?" <laughs> Dude, like, there were times where I would think that as a kid, like. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, not the only one. Like, well, uh, he was trying to reference like a like a Jay and Silent uh, Bob thing. Uh, yeah, it like was Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah, it was a Kevin Smith animated. And he brought that up, and I said, I hope that they make a movie of that one day called Ash Sharks. And Ooh. so we had a whole <laughs> thirty minute part of our podcast. Yeah, so now you're speaking my language. So Jason's dumbass says, "I tell you, man, we we get this movie off the ground. <laughs> Us two podcasts will produce it." And we'll go to sci-fi. We'll get Tara Reed to star in it. And <laughs> did you did you meet her, did you get to meet her this year at uh at uh, Fear Fest? No, I was um I she was, was very nice Atlanta that weekend, so I missed that. Unfortunately, he probably she missed. Was very, she no. was very nice. Let's just say she she um. <laughs> that's enough. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. No, but uh, we we joked about making that movie, but uh, 
I mean, so Ash we're, Sharks, right? It's gonna. Dude, have if you're, if you're gonna do a movie called Ash Sharks, you know, have you ever seen? Um, oh fuck, now I'm gonna blank on it. Butt Boy. No. no. <laughs> it's a movie about this guy that like makes people disappear with his ass, and I and I somebody said it on the radio show, and I said, I'll check it out, just see what it's like, because <laughs> I know it's gonna be fabulous. Is it is it anything like Mr. Slave putting um it's, it's, into his ass? This is way, way, way crazier. Um, oh you know, goodness. there's a guy he, he he like literally suctions entire people, like multi people in his ass. Uh, so if but butt boy's a tough watch, but there is it's almost like when they're when you see inside the ass, it's almost like Constantine where he's in hell. Where it's got oh the heat. You can almost see you can almost see the heat. And the colors get orange and shit. And like kids are trying to escape, and the detectives in there are like, I know how I can get us out. They're like, man, this movie sucks. I like shitty movies, but this movie really takes some, this bite's a big one. I mean, like, it's no attack of the killer donuts, which I personally love, but you know, butt boy. And so if you want 90 minutes of sheer what gee, what the fuck did you have us watch? Butt boy. There's always dumpster baby too. I mean, it's I get a lot the of Constantine of going in people's ass. That's totally. the, best in the asshole. He's uh, in hell. You'll you'll see the reference that's, if you ever watch the movie. That's the best description. Of oh that. man! So that is a perfect segue to the movie <laughs> that we talked that we're talking about today because you mentioned oh. this on on your list of your favorite movies. We are talking Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead tonight, as picked by Jay. But I kind of suggested it because I had seen on your Facebook page that uh, that this is a movie that you said you watch that you could watch anytime. So, what's your backstory with Poultry Geist? As in, like. What? How did I come to like it? Or, yeah. How did you see it? Or, well, or yeah. It's funny. It's it's actually kind of a fun story, which is weird. Um, so I was in my house back in like 05. and I was with this real douchebag, right? That couldn't let me eat, sleep, or breathe. Right? Mm-hmm. Shut up, dog. <laughs> he's like, I want in. I heard um, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's my, my husky. He's a pain in the ass. My love. Uh, and and I saw this thing. I said, "Be an extra in Poultry Geist." And I went, "Oh, cool! I want to do that." Never got to do it. So I was like, "I'm not watching this movie." Bam, bitter. So I finally watched it. I don't know, like 2010 or something. Whenever it came, I think it came out in a way, and I just waited a couple of years, and I just went, "Wow, did I miss out?" This is the funniest movie. It's got. It's just like anything you want to experience in life. It's got blood. Well, first of all, it's got boobies. It's got blood. Plenty. It's got music. It's got comedy. <laughs> it's got everything. I, I think that was the first thing that I said to uh, Kevin about the movie because I had never seen it before. So um, I just watched it this past week and I was like, Kev, boobs. <laughs> There's boobs. <laughs> so I got so I got a I got a text from Jason when uh, when he was watching it. I was out with the family and I got this text from him and he said, Dude, what the fuck with Poultry Geist? <laughs> and then he goes, well, it's um interesting. And then he says, uh, lots of boobs, though. <laughs> well, put it this way. With Poultry Geist, you can experience everything that the genre gives you. You know, there's horror comedy. There's, there's horror boobies. There's blood. There's guts. There's a whole lot of innuendo and otherwise. And there's just the actual anti-corporate part of it and the um the, the capitalist 
like moron part of it. Um, then there's the, you know, the crunchy girl and the this and that. There's so much into it. And it's it just, it is seriously a movie that I can just sit and watch because I love the music. I have it downloaded on my phone. I love the soundtrack. Um, I love the personalities. Kate Graham and Jason Yakin are fantastic. I I mean, like, Kate Graham, was. she caught my attention right away. I'm like, wow, she's she's awesome. Yeah. But just having the whole thing um, play out with, you get every personality in, like, the United States. You get the redneck who is, you know, fucking the chicken. You, right. You've got, you've got, like, loser slacker dude main character and hottie girl that doesn't quite know what direction she wants to go in and all sorts of stuff. So you've got all that. Hey, go down, man. Go. My show. Damn. <laughs> like, he's he's such a daddy's boy, dude. It's ridiculous. Like, he he can't, like, if I'm sitting eating, he's got to be next to me. So, <laughs> like, just chill, dude. But you get everything. So, you know, when, when I first saw it, the first, of course, the first 10 minutes are all in the graveyard. And you get to see some fun stuff. But then it, it cuts out to the chicken bunker. You know, it's it's built on ancient Indian burial ground, Native American burial ground. So you you have a little bit of mystery, like poltergeist style, obviously. Um, it was built on the, the burial ground. Um, and then you get the capitalist part of, like, here's what's wrong with this country. This guy's a greedy bastard giving you shit quality. That's life. Um, and then you get these suckers that will eat anything, feed anything, anything, just take in everything. Um, and you've got the marketing and you've got the, you got even Ron Jeremy's in it, dude. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, yeah. And when then you get the, up, the, yeah, the whole reflection like, oh, of, right. Right, like RB through his whole life because he sees the older version of himself. <laughs> um, Lloyd you, you get, my, my God, yeah. I mean, the, tell me the Yakin and Kaufman dance, like song of dance wasn't awesome. <laughs> That um, was that was great. My personal favorite uh, song and routine was the um, the song about missing their salad being tossed. <laughs> yeah, uh, fast food love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so oh, yeah. like my question for you, Jay, like um, because I I know that Kevin is is not as familiar. I've seen plenty of trauma films. Yeah, this was uh, my, my first trauma experience. And our first, our first, uh, you know, you've seen Toxie yet? Or no, but Sergeant, I know, but Sergeant I know Kabuki that, Man NYPD? But I know that shirt, though, that uh, Arby is wearing, the I Heart the Monster Hero shirt with Toxie on it. So that's another one that I that I want to see. But yeah, no, Jason knows. Uh, Jason was way more familiar with trauma going Ooh. in than I was. Yeah, I know. I know trauma like very well. Um, and of course, uh, toxic, toxic Avenger is probably one of my favorites. Um, mm -hmm. but it, it, where did you start with trauma and, and trauma's, uh, very Ooh. distinctive taste. I, I kind of started, everybody likes I can't, trauma. I don't know if my first one was Tromeo and Juliet or it, it was, I was really young at a video store, uh, like 12, 13, maybe 14. Um, I think it might've been mother's day actually. Uh, it was like one of the messed up ones I did. And then it's, uh, you know, the preview, it had to be Mother's Day because it was released on video with kind of a weird cover. Like, why is this in the horror section? And then when you watch, you're like, I know why it's in the horror section now. Right. <laughs> and you go, well, who makes this weird stuff? This is like a Saturday morning, two in the morning film. So then I looked the backs at trauma pictures. I said, okay, what else? And so there was no Google. So I had to go to the store and be like, hey, does anybody know anything about this movie? Is there another? Can you look up in your database of paperwork? Who else makes whatever? And luckily, one dude in there was like, yeah, it's kind of a weird movie. But there's this other weird movie they do, too. And um, 
you know, I, I don't even know what the title of that one was at the time, but I think Mother's Day might have been my first one. It wasn't the squeeze or like that, it, um, but it is a segue to like, well, shit, you don't have to have a big star. You don't have to have a big budget for it to be entertaining. Like they've remade Mother's Day a couple of times since and never did it justice. Uh, but yeah, Troma Troma has been a mainstay in my collection. I And when Troma Now app came out, because I was subscribing to the streaming service since started about three or four years ago. And now they have the app, so I'm super happy because they they were just doing off like a mirrored site. Um, so now there's an app, and I'm like I'm on it all the time. Like I watch because the independent films are on there. There's ten, there's 30 minute films. There's independent films of the week. There's you know their own uh, toxic you know uh, crusaders. There's which I love the cartoon. Uh, I was gonna say um, uh, I was talking to Kevin the other day, and he didn't realize that there was a toxic Avengers. Uh, it's it's camp. It, think, and, it, think it, of, and it was. It was. It was really yeah. big. Like I remember watching it on Saturday mornings. Yes. Think I, of like um, '90s X-Men meets Ninja Turtles, and I hate. Exactly. Actually, I, to, to be honest, I hate Ninja Turtles. I really do. I despise the Ninja <laughs> yeah, Turtles. I, I think they're horrible. So I heard about uh, Toxic Avenger from my favorite podcast called Horror Movie Night. They did an episode on it, and one of the co-hosts, and I've heard this story from other people too including our buddy, Mr. J, he, uh, <laughs> he told me this story yeah. recently too, where he loved the cartoon Toxic Crusader and then saw in a video store or something that there was something with Toxie on it and it was Toxic Avengers. Like, I want to see that. <laughs> so they went backwards and watched it and they yeah. were like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, and when it comes to looking at stuff in the store back in the day when you could do stuff like that and there was a, a physical copy you could pick up, um, the, the big thing was finding the creepiest, weirdest covers ever. So I did that. And then of course it segued to Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD, Class Newcomb High, Surf, Na Surf Nazis Must Die. Um, then there's Cannibal the Musical, which was the film created by Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Yep. And when yep. they were in college, that trauma produced smartly Rockabilly Vampire. Um, one of my other favorites. I love Rockabilly Vampire. Uh, there's so many like Dumpster Baby and, and freaking so much other shit, man. That it's so cool that somebody just went, screw it, let's make ass sharks. And that's <laughs> yeah. what happened. Yeah. And, and as a result, yeah. you have trauma film. And they, you know, Lloyd with his make make your own damn movie spiel is awesome because anybody can do it. Um, I mean, do it well. Like uh, that's why I think poultry geist, uh, truth be told, my wife absolutely hates poultry geist. And she <laughs> likes weird shit and fun movies. It's the one movie she doesn't want to watch, which is sad because I have to sit there with baby lotion myself. Um, and a towel <laughs> or sock, but now you have that might um, be but, the best clothes but, on the show. But ever. so, so many, so, so many freaking things, man. Like, there's so many fun lines, you know. And then there, you know, there are, and oh and my god, to be honest, when she's showing the pictures of the chickens, like you know, Abu Ghraib prison and Michael Jackson holding one over the balcony <laughs> and all these historical funny. photos, and then she says to him, "I'm sorry, RB. I just can't be with anybody who wants me to eat cock." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> my my favorite, one of my favorite lines came early on at the protest where uh they were RB was trying was like upset that um that his girl was not with him anymore. So he he's like, I'll show you and I'll show you. And he points to a guy he doesn't know and says, and you, and he goes, What did I do? And he goes, I don't oh, know, you just look like, like a dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. It was. It's funny because when I when Very I good. when I called Yakin and I messaged him and said, Hey, can I give you a call? Because I have a question for you. And I'm, he doesn't know me from anybody. He's as cool as Arby, man. Like, 
That's awesome. The, our first conversation was about two, two and a half hours, maybe three. Hell yeah. And I started like, hey, dude, I respect, man. Like, I like your work. And I don't mean like your book that you put out. I have not read that yet, honestly. I've not seen anything else. I just want to talk poultry geist if I can. I own this show and I want you to be a guest. He had never done a show before. I signed him to his first contract. Um, and then I sent him up to my buddy Sean Mass, and he enjoyed it. So he's he's such a fun, real guy. Like I feel like I've been friends with him for years, and I could message him right now, like, hey, dude, like I could just say the word boobs or something. He'd start laughing. You know, I mean, like, it's just he's just a guy that you know loves yeah. fun stuff. And his personality in that movie really shines through. But his stupidity in the movie is what's awesome. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. His like just just the stu- sheer stupidity. Like, huh, weatherman didn't tell me about lightning in a basement, <laughs> things like that, or you know, it's gonna take them, it'll take them less time for them to break in. It took me to turn uh turn her into a lesbian. You know, quick away from the glass, it's gonna turn to lesbians, and things <laughs> like that. And it's just so much fun. And, and it doesn't have to be serious, it can be it can just be enjoyable. And and honestly, with the horror in that, which the horror aspect is more campy and fun. Um like it doesn't have to be always, uh, which with a lot of movies do like terrify. It, it, they make it more fun. It, it can be the most brutal, brutal thing ever. It can be the grossest thing ever. Like the the guy with the like I got bitch tits, and then the chickens pop out. You know, it could be just fun, or the guy taking a dump yeah. on the toilet. You know, oh dude, that, pretty graphic. I, That's probably the grossest part of the movie. I but, reverted yeah. to like a ten, like an eleven, like a middle schooler again when the one dude ate the possessed chicken and just kept having to shit and while Arby and uh what's his girlfriend's name wow jared yeah whenever whenever Arby and his girl are having a conversation at the register and there's just all this like all this going on in the background that actually made me laugh a lot it's it's so good i mean you know oh god i mean for those I can honestly say, like, I'm I'm not like other other than like the Toxic Avenger, and I didn't even know um, when Kevin told me he was like, "Hey, this is the movie that we're doing this week. This is the one that Jay recommended." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool," and I knew it was going to be cheesy and you know everything. And uh, like, I'm not the biggest trauma fan, to be honest. Uh, again, I like Toxic, uh, but watching this. Uh, <laughs> it was uh it was definitely interesting <laughs> yeah <laughs> well put this way I, I i would invite everybody to watch it twice for this reason you miss a lot of the background stuff also you know if if you if you like the if you like movies that are really cheesy but fun but this this one doesn't do it poorly it has like actual comedy you should laugh at uh, the jokes are great. I mean, you've you've got Arby, you've got Wendy, and you've got all these cast of characters. Hummus, Hamas. I mean, you, yeah. you've got Denny. You got Denny. You've got uh, uh, Carl Junior, who's an awesome character. Um, you know, you, you get so many people. You got the the, the general. Uh, you got just everybody plays a part and it is literally one little society of people because you even have the immigrant uh who is treated poorly you even have the the, the homosexual um so you get lgbtq representation I mean, it has everything and like this was ahead of its time in that respect that yeah it was fucked up but if you really think about it how the capitalist system how capitalism works and how you've got the bigot uh owner of the company <laughs> oppressing immigrants 
the LGBTQ, everything else. It literally is like quite the metaphor for even now, which is weird when you think about it yeah, in that's... a fucked up way. But it, it's seriously like, you know, even work actions, OSHA, things like that. Everything is just in that movie. Um, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. Basically, your most fucked up dream that never made sense. But you go, oh, man, that's kind of cool. Well, they're trying to they're trying to say something which like the dangers of this and that literally everything in that movie is a danger of something right well yeah. i want to so again this is my first trauma movie but i know i've read a lot about trauma and have seen clips from movies just never sat down to watch a bunch of them but i gotta you know i was sitting here thinking about it and watching poltergeist i'm like trauma's always been like you brought up earlier with your con that punk mentality Hence, there's a lot of punk music playing in the movie, yeah. <laughs> which was awesome. Um, but they're so DIY and punk with what they do that I wonder, would we have movies like Terrifier and Terrifier 2 doing what they're doing if we didn't have trauma? You may you know? not. No, Probably not. not. No, you, you may, you may not. More than likely, no. I mean, uh, for they even still have open submissions for trauma to produce films or like market them and put them out. Uh, and the fact it does it independently forever has been amazing. Like to me, Kaufman is he's one of the Stan Lees of horror and in, in independent cinema. Um, I mean, luckily I've met both. Um, but Lloyd is such a humble dude, and you wouldn't know it, but he's like he literally answers his own damn phone. You know, he makes his own damn food, he makes his own movies. He he, he I mean, he just made Shakespeare Shitstorm last year or so. Um, and like he's still doing it and still doing it right. And he's given people their start. I mean, Samuel Jackson started in trauma. Fucking Robert De Niro started pretty much started in trauma too. Yep. Yep. There's so many like actors that got their boost from trauma that of course would never say thank you in public. Um, but if if there wasn't for Lloyd, we may not have a you know a a Jules Winfield, or we may not have something of that quality, like you know. Um, the, the Avengers as we know it, or, you know, and believe it or not, I mean, without, without Samuel Jackson, what are you going to do? You know, will we have had Idris Elba? Who knows? But it, you wouldn't have all these iconic characters from like Sean Gunn, James Gunn. They were early. Yeah, that was people. one I was going to bring up is James Gunn fully right. embraces his trauma roots and yeah. very much is thankful to trauma for getting him where he is now. Totally. And like, I, I know that they're rec they're remaking Toxie with Peter Dinklage as um, the Avenger, Melvin. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. and, and I'm sitting here like as a, like, I, I want to be a, I want to be a purist and go, wow, they can't remake. I, I want to see it. I want to see if they, if they do it justice. Great. If not, mm -hmm. you know what, if they're paying that much homage to uh, the creator of some of the gnarliest work ever, then so be it, man. You know, it, it's like, if you've never seen Sergeant Kabuki man, NYPD, you know, it's honestly one of my favorite trauma films yeah. besides Rockabilly well, Vampire. I, I mean, I think I think for you two, I mean, and not to say that I'm not included in, in this, but um, <laughs> you got Terrifier on your shirt and Terrifier in the back. Um, right. And, you know, Kevin's always said Terrifier is one of his favorite. Oh, um, but it, yeah, I mean, just the gore level and everything and just the ridiculousness. And the over the top would not be there probably for Terrifier without. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few independent directors over the years that you can attribute that to. I mean, there's it's well, not just Kaufman, but I mean, there's there's a lot of things in that. But I mean, like original Terrifier, 
Uh, two was great. I, I thought two was fun, but number one is by far just awesome. It was it was a standalone masterpiece, and I all say masterpiece to anybody that doubts me. It's you know fully done in pantomime, which is never done anymore. I mean, not since what the bellboy with Jerry Lewis or something, right? Um, then you got the 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 girls, you got the the gore, you got literally the whole recipe for a horror classic, but a character that is so demented and flawed that even when he gets fucked up, there's not a sound. Well, you know? and I I would have. I would have just from the filmmaking or the directorial side, I was kind of like Toby Hooper stuff. I was going to, Oh yeah. Oh, Toby yes. Hooper, um, or Sam Raimi as well. Yep. Yeah. I think, I think he's, I think if I had to pick somebody, I think uh, not that I've asked Damien who his favorite directors of all time. Like it's, I see a lot of Toby Hooper, early Toby Hooper uh, yeah. uh, references and, and like, you know, especially from early TCM uh, and some other films he's done. Uh, there's there's a lot of elements, and of course, I don't know he's not stealing for anybody, but there's some great things. Like even in my poster stuff, I I put in some stuff. Like man, this inspired me. So I think you know the part of TCM that's more of like the uh, gritty gas station motel hell sort of shit uh, really shines through in the pizza place in Terrifier. Uh, oh yeah, and the sto- and yeah. the stalking part, we stalk him all around the car and everything, and and then he, then the pretty lady, like the dance he did, the pretty lady while she's hiding. It's kind of like yeah. the old Leatherface pretty lady mask, you know. It was it was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I'm like, man, it's like a fun little intermission almost. It's it's <laughs> he's so sadistic and cool yep. that he can get away with this because he is he he has zero fucks to give. Uh, but I I don't know origins and things like that. We haven't found yeah. that out yet. So that's well, interesting. Well, I, we, see that. I mean, one director that we have brought up several times, You're but we got we got to throw it out there. I mean. He went his own way too and has stuck to it ever since. Rob Zombie, dude. That's what I was gonna say. I like mean, especially in the stalking scene. Um, you know, that that original the beginning of House of a Thousand Corpses. Iconic. When it, it, that's that camera POV shot rolling up to the oh, yeah. gas station and everything. Yep. Rest in peace, oh, yeah. Sid. He just oh, he no, just had fine. a birthday. Yeah. See, I, I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. I love his music. I, um, I have a lot of his memorabilia for movies and stuff. I've got, I've got, uh, you know, on set mask and I've got weird, weird artifact shit like the the bracelets from the from the hospitals from Smith Grove and everything. Yep. I've got Loomis's book and things like that. I've got a lot of weird shit for movies, but his keep my attention because I'm, I'm we're from the same area of the world in Massachusetts, um, but he he can. He can really get down to the psychedelic meets slasher very well, mm-hmm. and I don't do a lot of psychedelic. But the way he presents it, yeah. um, you know, like I, I don't like how people crap. I'm like, oh, Sherry's and everything. You know, she's great. She is great. So be, yeah. I love her. Um, and totally. I mean, uh, then he's got these characters. Like, there's not a not a movie I've seen in the last I don't know ten or twenty years where you go like, look at look at the characters. You've got Spalding, Rufus, Baby. Otis, and you remember all these names. I don't know another movie in the last 10 or 20 years. I can remember all the characters' names by watching the first damn movie and go, wow, what happens next? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I I cannot remember an ending scene that affected me more than the ending. I'll get you to a doctor. Yep. It's kind of like the ending to Green Inferno. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Where, like, where, you know, she's like, I'm back to college and I'm safe. And, and then I'm back in the cage being eaten by cannibals. Uh, yeah. You know? But Devil's, Devil's Rejects, man, like them, they're all torn up. And like, and at this point in the movie, like you're, you want them to win. You're somehow uh, compelled to root for these terrible, terrible serial killers. Yep. And yeah. then, yeah, totally. And then you know, you got Freebird starting to play. And <laughs> See, that that was the one goes, mistake I think he made was Freebird because something you blows. It, you think so? It blows. I think total bad. I bad think look for that movie. Freebird was not good. Free, you brought up. I'm, good. Th I'm thinking more like you know, Leonard Cohen kind of stuff. Yeah, like okay. de deliberately that. dark, but nothing that's going to take away from the scene because that. Took away from so much of the scene, like because people are like, oh, we have Freebird. This is great. Nobody really likes Freebird. They just say that they do. I'm serious. Like no well, one, so likes, no one's liked Freebird ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you say that, but like my my uh, uh, my parents and my my aunts and uncles were all like hippies, and so are you. Are like, you from are you, now? You guys originally from here? I guess that's what they we're say. From South Carolina. I'm, I'm not yeah. originally, but it's, I've lived here most of my life. I'm originally from California. Right on, dude. And then you <laughs> yeah. so you and you're from like what part of SC? Uh Charleston. Okay, so you're southern troll. You're oh, like southern yeah. SC. Southern, yeah. I'm still learning where like where this is and that is and everything. <laughs> um, like I'm yeah, here. So I'm, I'm south south. Um yeah. I've been I've been to Somerville. Everybody <laughs> oh okay. Well, you know. Um, so everybody drives big trucks and listen to country music and shit. Um, yeah, see that that's a lot around here. Actually, it's funny. I go to Wings and Ale a lot. It's a place in Lexington next to my the print shop where I get my prints. And oh, I know uh, Lexington. yeah, and um, that right in Lexington. Um, so I go to Wings and Ale, and every time I walk in there, it's either hey, it's the horror guy, <laughs> or uh, yeah, or I sit down and then I go, I get my phone. Do the jukebox thing, and I take it over for yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, and I love doing that too. Ooh. First song that comes on is Lordy, then Dio, <laughs> then like you know some other shit. Like I played, uh, I think I played Lordy, Rancid, and Kill Switch Engage last time. Oh, nice. oh yeah. And people are going like, what the fuck is going on right like, now? <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> but no, it's no, it's funny though because like like my young memories. Um, just because my family is so country, um, it, everybody was Skinnerd fans, and so that popping up at the end of the movie, and then you know, just obviously, well, I'm a Yankee, I guess. Northern guys like me just go, oh, fucking Freebird, the hell, man. Yeah. Like, it could, it could well, have been like Freebird. Still, it's even, like even Dream On by Aerosmith would work better. That's true, <laughs> and he's from Boston too, man. Like he should know this stuff. Well, even like, even people that play like open mics or whatever, there's that one stupid fucking guy in the front row who's like free bird man. Yeah, and yeah, like, exactly. Well, what did you guys think of the monsters? By the way, talking about zombie. Oh, uh, we loved. Yeah, we, we thought it was great. See, I liked it too, and right? no one else I know besides you, I liked it, and no one else I know liked it. it Not was, a person. It was, it. it was fantastic. Like it was campy, it was fun, and then at the end, where like. You see the old school neighborhood, and they yes. realize that they're actually they're the monsters when they were so normal in the other place yep. was so awesome. Like okay. that's how I feel in my town, being the the one freak family. 
in the entire neighborhood or of in the area. Um, it's like I feel that, and Tosh said, like, this is the dumbest movie next to Halloween ends. <laughs> Like, or and what else? And poultry geist. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no, we've 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 heard a lot of that. Um, yeah, especially right when it came out. I think we watched it like the same night. I think they expected that. I think they expected a direct reboot, but this was just a reimagination. Yeah, yeah. My Jeff Daniel Phillips as Herman Munster was amazing. Actually, I think the best character that entire movie was probably besides Robot because that's an easy one. Was Richard Brake? Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Richard Brake was unbelievable in that movie. Yeah. I laughed so hard. I mean, it's been done by it's done by Universal, like twelve twenty one, where they call themselves. It's direct to video part of Universal. Yeah, it's right. not. It's not mega budget. Like this is going to be groundbreaking. Yeah, if this is good. This would have been direct to VHS if this was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Same same company like Air Bud and all those other fucking movies. They did all those <laughs> direct to video. Like I'm not talking about the first one, like Earbud two, three, four, ten, okay, whatever. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> These, like the 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 um, Free Willy two things like that. Not yep. the not the not the ones that everybody will talk about. Right. It's the sequels. Nobody, like Return of Jafar would have been in that category, right, 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 right. or whatever the fuck. Like just you know something seventeen, eighteen, twenty. Uh, so to do that, like okay, there was no budget. Universal does not give a budget for those movies. No. So no, they don't. when I mean they give. And zombie zombie funds his own shit. He doesn't give a fuck, right? But, I mean, he's had to do that since since corpses. He's really had to, you know, cut a lot of corners and things like that. But I like, I'd love to see, and I, I dare say this to be contrarian to my own thoughts sometimes. But I think H three is one of the best movies ever made because of what it is and how people shit on it un, un, unjustly. Um, but I would almost want to see Rob Zombie remake H three. Right? Although I'm still waiting for Werewolf Women of the SS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love not. Uh, have you ever well, watched like a from... Nazi exploitation movie? You ever seen like Ilsa She Wolf of the SS? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Diane Thorne fan. Gorgeous. I mean, she was alive. Just she's Are gorgeous. We... <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and she did like the perfect, like, pure bitch Nazi that would just chop off yeah. dudes' wangs. And torture people, and it was a great series because it was not talked about. And then, when Zombie came out with that trailer, the, all those Grindhouse trailers that I saw, I was like oh, a kid in a candy great. store. Yeah. I saw the double feature in 07, and I was like a kid in a candy store because I love Rodriguez and I love Tarantino. Hey, you were seven when you saw that. 2007. Oh, in 2007, I thought yeah, they had the, they had the, the mock. <laughs> I was like, no. God damn, son. <laughs> Uh, they had the mock trailers, and they had, yeah. like... No, but they were all perfect, yeah. Machete, they made the movie. Hobo the Shotgun, they made the movie. Thanksgiving, they're now making the movie. Yep. <laughs> and I, it's, my, it's my favorite trailer of all time, Is by the way, is that Thanksgiving one. Uh, then they had Werewolf Woman of the SS. Like, Holy shit. Out of yeah. all these movies, I want Werewolf Woman of the SS to be made. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been disappointed ever since. It's a good one. Great, and I, know, I, think, I know there's people that have passed that are in the trailer, but, you know, recast or whatever, but I, I'd love to see a graphic Rob Zombie Nazi exploitation version of Ilsa starring Sherry. I mean, they're, they're very close yeah. cut. Yeah. Simple, simple Danning and, and, and Udo Kier and Bill Mosley and, you know, just, just the shit that was in that trailer was nuts. It was so good. I went, wow, somebody gets the 70s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Bill Mosley for life, by the way. That dude is uh, amazing in, yeah. in, in everything he does. And I love where we've ended up from uh, <laughs> from Poultry Geist. <laughs> this is, but it all ties, happens, it all it ties in perfectly, though, because we were talking about that, that punk mentality and just doing things, you know, like just making yep. what you want, what you want to make. And, you know, as my, as this being my, my first trauma film, you got to respect trauma for doing, you know, what they do and just not like just going for it. And uh, I think if you I, watch I, it a second, I think if you watch it a second time, you'd be like exercising to the playlist. They're, they're definitely, um, uh, they don't care. No, they're just gonna do whatever the fuck they want to <laughs> do. Why would they? And I mean, and the making of that. Um, I, I'm gonna have a long talk with the acronym when he gets here. I'm hoping to spend at least a good hour or two Friday with him because I want to know, like, dude, I've heard stories about like where they stayed and things like that. I just want to hear something cool about it. Like, just even if you just say fuck off, Jay, but just I'll tell you this snippet. Cool. <laughs> I just want to hear something that was just yeah. really funny or messed up when you guys were making it, just so I can have a fun story for myself. Because it is, he's shocked that I actually watched and liked the movie, like wow. totally shocked. Well, I'm I'm conf- not confused really, but like I I know I've seen more trauma films other than Toxic and this one. Um, I'm just trying to think of ones that I've seen. Um, but I think I think you guys should watch Sergeant Kabuki Man next. Sergeant Kabuki Man. How long is that? NYPD. Yep. Uh, probably early 2000s. Very early 2000s. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's it yeah. has to be. It can be late nineties too. I mean, I'm thinking like back then. I was in the apartment in Manchester when I saw that movie. That was around ninety six or seven or eight, somewhere <laughs> around there. Yeah, I know. Sure. I know that uh, Troma has like a huge catalog because they yeah. produce their own movies, but they also will take those submissions and then yes, and put one out. I know one that I heard yeah. about again from another podcast wasn't one that they made, but one that they uh, that they released was called Bugged. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is about uh, killer <laughs> killer insects. Well, I think if the, it's 1990. Okay, there you go. Uh, okay. It's Kabuki Man. So the, the thing that makes sense because the whole Batman reference uh, from Batman 89. <laughs> but um, the the two that I would say like one's trauma, one's really not. Um, two movies you should watch if I'm gonna like even to this fun crowd we have here. Or to for you guys for your pure enjoyment, um, and they're going to be totally fucked up movies. Um, I would say Machine Girl, okay, which is one of my favorites, and also, um, well, you know what? I'm going to go non horror with one. We're gonna, I would invite you to watch The Killer by John Woo. So that's my all time favorite film. It's not even a horror movie. John Woo's The Killer and Machine Girl. There you go. Because I like Noboru Gucci a lot. He's a he does some really screwed up stuff. Then again, there's Samurai Bikini Squad and all sorts of stuff. But I think uh, Machine Girl is just a classic. Uh, and The Killer is a serious, like, all-time favorite movie. Uh, okay. If you want pure cinema, um, it's the one thing I know that John Woo's done right. I mean, he's done a lot of shit movies, like like uh, Hard Tard, Con Air, whatever. Those movies sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're talking, like, a Better Tomorrow trilogy. Hey, be a little careful. Be a little careful. Yes, they do suck, but they're hilarious. <laughs> they're, they're not even close to Jason, funny. Like, they do like suck, I hate, but they're hilarious. Jason loves I, I went, Con Air. I went to so see Con Air in the theater, and I'm like, I gotta walk out. This movie sucks. <laughs> it's so There's, funny, I mean, though, man. When, when, when I was back in the day, like when you rent a John Woo film, and like I'm the one getting this off the back shelf that nobody knows about, yeah. it's like this Asian, like 
action masterpiece. And I'm, I rented them. I'm not bringing this back. I'm just going to keep this. So charge me for whatever you want because I'm keeping the. No one's going to want it. You can have it, kind of thing. And just here's five. The five dollars is fine. You know, like so. I had that and hard boiled. A better tomorrow. One, two, three. God of gamblers. I mean, Chai and Fast, my favorite actor. Well, I've, of all time. I've got all these John Woo films that just show up. Um, and uh, I was just chilling out with my mom the other day, hanging out, and uh, Face Off came on. Like dude, no, 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 no. Talk about John Woo over there, not over here. It came on and I was like, man, like I was just cracking up the whole time. Like I was if like, watch, it's so if, if you funny. watch um, like a better tomorrow two or the killer trailers or hard boiled trailer. You'll I've, be I've seen, I, I think I've seen hard boiled. I mean, you'll be super hooked if you like buzz. It's it, just put it this way. Trust me, the killer is the best movie ever made. There is no equal. There never will be an equal. It's the match between Giant Fat, John Woo, uh, uh, so many uh, before they passed away dudes that used to be in cool uh, Asian cinema. Leslie and Chung. Just to make and sure there are doves flying, right? There is. <laughs> there is Good. the church scene from the well, killer. That's where they. That's where they do it for the yeah. Love it. So I mean, yeah, he brought over some fun stuff. Like the police killers, Oh, and actually, uh, John Woo did the third uh, Mission Impossible, right? Second. Second. Yeah, but, it was terrible. That was one of the better ones. I don't know how this dude goes from <laughs> China what? where he makes these. Re- and I think I think the magic of it's probably Chai and Fat or. Uh, Tony Leung or or Leslie Chung or you know it's gonna be one of the combinations of them, sure. but with, without Cheyenne Fat, it's kind of like I hate to bring sports in. It's like Belichick Brady thing. It's like John Woo Cheyenne Fat. Like they're John Woo is nothing without Cheyenne Fat. Fat. Yeah, dude. Can we can we talk about how like perfectly timed that was just a second ago? Jason got so excited to talk about <laughs> Mission Impossible Two, and you went. Second one, it's terrible, and then Jason goes, <laughs> one of the better ones, like just completely dropped a bomb right on it. I love each it. Other. I'm, but, I'm dropping the truth hammer because right. honestly, <laughs> if you take if you take the I Love Mission Impossible two, and you go and say I'm going to watch a better tomorrow one and two, don't worry about three, it's meh, but it's part of the trilogy. But one <laughs> and two, you will never see a better original and sequel. Fuck Star Wars and Indiana Jones and everything else, and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> If you honestly watch a Better Tomorrow one and two and tell me the other ones are better, dude, you're wrong. There we go. There we go. Well, it's a, and it's okay it's to be wrong. Dude. Getting close. I think we're shutting you down. That's okay. We're these we're are about, these are the opinions me, of Jay. Kev may okay. want to keep that's talking. Okay, to we're it. about we're about to wrap it up because I know Jay's got family plans tonight. But hey. Jay, this has been a blast chatting with you, man. We'll you know I'm, you know I'm, you know I'm busting your balls, but I mean it though. As, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I speak the truth. No, are, you, are you aware of what our favorite uh, statement is on this show? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, like honestly or funny? Which uh, one do you want? Honestly. I kind of want to. I kind of want to hear both, though. What, whatever you think the funny. What one do you is. think it is? I, I figure you guys end with something like, "Well, guys, kisses on your pink parts. We're out of here," kind of thing. <laughs> um, but no, but that's a good one. We the, should consider the, that. The geek boy in me, which there's there's a large geek boy in me. Um, like I'm I'm all geek and horror and everything else. Uh it's probably gonna be like some like may the force be with you kind of thing. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite saying is it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> okay, I get that. And like I just say it's not okay to be wrong, you're just wrong. <laughs> it's all right. There we go. It's okay to be wrong. 
I just got, I want to say, like, you're wrong, but I love you, man. You're great. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Jay, this has been a blast chatting with you, man. We'll definitely have to do this again. We are so fucking excited for SC Horror. Real yeah, quick, man. I want to do a quick wrap up. You want to just plug all the socials where everybody can get tickets, what all they can look forward to, and let them know what why they should be at SC Horror because we are. Here we go. They should. <laughs> all right. Where's so for the latest station? and greatest in SC stuff, you can follow Two Horns Up Art. That is my art company. Also, South Carolina Horror Convention on Facebook, SC Horror everywhere else, Twitter, Instagram, etc. SCHorror.com is our website. Tickets are 20 for the weekend in advance, only 30 at the door. So if you want a good deal, you want to see artists, celebrities, vendors, <laughs> if you want to see these jokers right here and me and everybody else in this, form this community together like we want to do. 20 gets you in all weekend. I guarantee fucking damn tea, you will have the best weekend of your life for 20 bucks. I mean, unless you're in Amsterdam in a brothel, you're pretty much not going to get a better deal anywhere else. 20 for the weekend. You can't even get a good pizza for that. So get to SC Horror September 16th, 17th at the Columbia Metropolitan Convention Center. And if you have any questions, my phone number, my personal is on the site. The email goes to me. Facebook goes right to me. I don't have some call center third party or some lackey answer the phone. It goes right to me. So if you have a problem, Jay fucking Malta right here will answer your question. But I see, I'll see everybody at SC Horror, at least, at least the three people that will show up. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't feel like that was practiced at all. I mean, I no, actually like that's that. off the cuff. That that is impressive. And like, bravo, we, sir. We uh, you bravo. Just, you just went for it. Jason was still talking, and you were just like, just gonna dive on in. Jason's talking over it, but that's okay. You all heard. I'll get this. Now, see what I do, and I have a bad habit. Of this is even on my show. Like, if, if I'm like, okay, the point's getting okay. I hear something. I'm taking over this shit. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, hey. You all heard it here. SC Horror is the place to be September 16th through 17th in Columbia, South Carolina. Jay's a great guy. He's got a great con going on. Get on out there. Come say hey to Jay. Come say hey to what to the Oh, and by the way, we've, I forgot a total big thing here. $20 for the weekend. But if you were if you buy your tickets in advance and you're one of the first 50 people at the door, 5-0, 50 people at the door, you get a free VIP upgrade, which means you get in a half hour early to watch us like throw together everything real fast. And then <laughs> you get to get the autograph lines easier. You also get a bag, a swag bag, which probably doesn't have much but more than a two or three of my artwork pieces in there and maybe some stuff from vendors. I haven't even, it's two months away. I've not even done that part yet. Well, um, and don't forget cosplay and everything else. Coming through your back door. Um, they'd have a tough time. I'm I'm pretty much like <laughs> I, I don't know. At, at this stage of the game, like I'm not into pegging or anything, but you know <laughs> like I, I think I'd have to change my whole wardrobe and I like it the way it is. But if, I, if yeah, I mean an extra 20, maybe extra 20. Now we might be talking. <laughs> I mean, I have well, a hey. I'm sure I have a price. <laughs> well, hey, everyone has a price, sir. <laughs> there we go. And we'll leave you all with that message. But hey, SC Horror place to be. Get your tickets. Come say hey to Jay and say hey to us. Come meet the celebrities and the vendors. And we're going to have a good old time. Jay, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jay. Jay. Thank you, boys. Thank you for, uh, I appreciate the hell out of you. We appreciate you. And we look forward to seeing you at the con. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Jay. Jason, thanks for joining me as always. Of and, course. And this is the Midnighters Podcast. And you can get in touch with us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Midnight Terrors Podcast, and shoot us an email at midnightterrorspodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you all again very soon. Peace. Peace.